Hey, 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 welcome to the Blueberry Bliss Podcast. Woo! My name is Blue Wyatt. I'm your hostess today and most days, really. And I'm excited to welcome my guest today, my friend, whom I'm so blessed to have in my life, Missy Maxwell Wharton. She is the author of an amazing book, Don't Mess With This Mama, and has uh, received many, many awards. And you're going to hear some really big and deep and fat and juicy truths that come out of her mouth that I believe are straight from the Lord. I cannot wait to pump you into this thing. And she is all about healing through sharing your story um, and for loving well. So let's just drop it in here, welcoming Missy Maxwell Wharton to the show. Woo-woo! I just love, first of all, y'all, I just want to tell you that like Missy is one of those women that is the fire and the joy and the life is so contagious. When you just walk into a room, you ooze it. And, Mm -hmm. um, the first time, not the first time I met you, but the first time we really interacted, you asked me a hardcore question out of the gate, I was like in this blah, 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 mood and you just walked up to me and you just, and I'm not going to repeat it because it was private, but you just said something to me by the spirit of God and it cut, not cut in a, in a bad way, but in a gentle, holy way, mm. serious, like the way you looked at me in the eyes. And all of a sudden I went from la, 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 to boom. It was like, and immediately, I don't even know if you even knew me, but immediately you just entered, we bowed our heads and you prayed over me for this situation and you didn't even know me. And I was blubbering mess by the time you were done. <laughs> I was in tears. I was like, this woman hears from God. Mm. And that was truly my first encounter with you. And I was like, she has holy boldness. She is not afraid. She's not mm. into the whole, um, the, 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 the frivolity of even greeting. You weren't even <laughs> into like, Hey blue. Oh, I know you. How are you? I'm Missy. You were just like, boom, you asked that question. You're like, let's pray. Because yeah. I saw the tears welling up in my eyes after you just asked this, but I just know that you hear from the Holy spirit. And after that, um, I got your book and I read it page to page, like cover to cover is what you call it Uh (laughs) every word. And I remember finishing it at like two or three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) One more, no book has ever kept me up to three o'clock in the morning. And I was tearing up and I was crying over this beautiful book. And I remember messaging you on social media because I was like, I'm going to do it while it's fresh. And I just told you what you meant to me. And so I just really wanted to start with that because you are just a woman of faith. You're a woman of God. And I'm not just like, I'm telling you this, but also to tell my audience the impact that you've had on my life. And I know you've had on countless women's lives um, because of your holy boldness, but also your willingness to to pause and be with the Lord and put him first. So welcome to the podcast. And we're all about this season about encouraging, uplifting, edifying women, like even um, activating them to their next season, their next um, mission or whatever that be. So I just, I just thank you for hearing from the Lord the way that you do and being so sensitive to his spirit. 
Blue, thank you so much. That um, that touches me right in my heart. <laughs> I love that. And I, you know, so often, um, as you know, so many times you you come into contact with people and you just never know if if what you said was on or what you did was on. But it I try to listen to the Lord. That's I don't always, you know, hit it on the head, but yeah, um, but I know when I hear that small voice that says, you need to go pray with her right now. And um, he tells me what to say. And, and it's, it's just, it only comes through being in his presence because you, you get his heart. Yeah. You know, when you see a person, you, you don't have your heart, you have his heart for them. And that's what my journey of life has brought me because I used to always try to figure out people and eh, there's no figuring it out. <laughs> people, <laughs> the moment we think we got them figured out, that's the moment we are absolutely wrong. wrong. Um, so, but I just, I love how when you go into his heart, you know, the father's heart, suddenly there is a different beat in your heart for that person. There's a different compassion level um, because you're operating from his spirit and not yours. And that's, uh, I love it when I hear that, that, that has happened. So thank well, you for sharing it, that. Yes. And I know you are impacting so many women. One thing I love that you are doing is you do this writer's group and you're empowering, encouraging other writers. And I'm not going to fill in the blank because I want you to tell us kind of what that's about and how you've seen that impact other women to write their story. So tell us about that. Oh, wait, first, let me just name your book. Okay. Your book is precious. It's don't mess with this mama. And it will, it's a page turner. It's your story. And I'm just going to hand that the reins over to you, what you want to share with that. So yeah. go for well, it, girl. Well, that book, um, you know, I'd never written a book before. I, I write for film and television and that's what I went to college for. That's what I was in the midst of doing. And when we rescued our daughter, um, I came back and we had a lot of, um, tele not television, um, film production companies contact us to talk to us about doing our what had just happened mm -hmm. and don't mess with this mama doing it for film. And, uh, one of my friends, he, he said, okay, I want to write the screenplay. And I was like, well, that's my comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, but I need you to write the book. And I said, mm -hmm. I don't write books. I do not write books. <laughs> and, um, he said, why don't you write books? And I said, because I was told I would be a horrible writer, um, not to go that direction. And he said, who told you that? Mm -hmm. And I say that to all of your listeners right now. It, are you believing a false narrative about yourself and, and that somebody else put there? Because oh. a teacher put that in my head because I had horrible grammar still do. Mm -hmm. I mean, ah. it's, 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 you know, in, gotten a little better through through the days <laughs> but um so what happened is I wrote this book and it ended up being the book don't mess with this mama and when it came out it it started winning awards and I was pretty shocked because I I thought well is nobody entering these awards or you know how am I how am I winning these things um and it, it came out that God was just breathing favor upon on mm -hmm. what I'd done. And it was one of those things I did it 
I, I said yes to God because mm -hmm. I didn't want to write the book. It was uh, something that I was out of my comfort zone, but he kept saying, you're writing this book. And so I did it out of obedience. Well, what happened is people started approaching me and saying, I feel like God has a book inside of me mm -hmm. and I just don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. This seems like an adventure that is way too big for me. And I don't even know if I'm hearing from God. I just have this urge, this need to write my story. And it was literally a Jehovah sneaky because I decided, okay, I'm going to put together this, you know, five day challenge. I had learned how to do those. And, and I said, I'll, I'll do it on writing. I'll do one on writing. So at the end of my five day challenge, um, you know, I'm supposed to have an offer and I'm like, <laughs> mm. I don't really know that I want to go down this road, but all of a sudden people start saying, I want to work further with me. Can you guide me and direct me as, and keep me accountable? And so I, overnight, I quickly made up this offer that was to keep, help people become accountable. And we meet twice a week where we meet from 6 a.m. to 9 and we meet and just encourage each other. And what happened, the Jehovah sneaky part was I thought I was helping them write their book. Mm. What happens is when people start to write their story, suddenly they hit these parts of their story that are hard, their traumas, their areas that they haven't experienced that full forgiveness yet. Mm. And they haven't stepped into the life of that part of their story. They've just allowed it to shackle them to a false, like I said before, a false narrative, a false programming of their life. And what writing their story did, we started doing inner healing. Um, because suddenly I was like, okay, when you hit those, those trauma, call me, we'll pray through it. We'll work through it. And suddenly I realized we need some inner healing here. Wow! And so the Lord just wow. brought two women into my group that were wanting to write their books and they wanted me to keep them accountable and teach them. And they were both very good in inner healing. They knew how to do it. So, uh -huh. so I started having, you know, sending people to them. So as I watched it, and it's only been a year and maybe a year and three months that I've been doing this. Wow. And what I've seen in their lives has been remarkable. It has been nothing short of the Holy Spirit intervening, healing those areas in their life, helping them to let it go, but to also see the perspective of the kingdom upon that, that moment. And just how beautiful God takes those those hurts in our life, those traumas, those mistakes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he says, you know what, I, it, that, you know, I didn't force that. I didn't do that. You, you that was your choice or somebody else uh, did that to you, but I can take that and use it to help develop you into who I've called you to be on this earth. And every single one of these ladies are now stepping into a place in their life where they are running into people that relate to their story mm. and they are helping other people find um, the truth in their story, the truth in their story, wow. as far as you know, let's not hold on to that. Let's let it go. Let's forgive and let it go and let's see it differently. What is God doing in this moment? You know, the, the beautiful thing that, that has happened is it's changing families. It's literally changing families. It's changing marriages. Um, People are now, you know, you know, the more healed you get, the mm. more healed everybody else looks to you. 
(laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can tell when a person has a lot of unhealed areas because when you're writing your story and you're just, you know, I call it the, the first draft is always that you just threw up on the page and got it all out and it's ugly. It's ugly. It stinks. It's, (laughs) it's just not pretty. Don't ever don't ever publish your first draft. (laughs) And then as they get healed, something beautiful happens because the, the um, antagonist in their story, the one that hurt them, the one that brought about this thing in their life that caused uh, some bad choices that caused some, some trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, Suddenly that person you look at and go, well, wait a minute. If that hadn't happened in my life, I wouldn't have chosen this. I wouldn't have known what I was made of, mm. but I'm stronger than I thought I was. That's- I'm, I was created to do more with my life. You know, to, today I posted, um, I think I posted it today. Um, but what have we been programmed to believe about ourselves? That is not what our creator made us to be. So we need to let go of those lies which say we're powerless, that we're flawed, and let go of the belief that says that you're just one person. What can you do to make a difference? And we need to grab hold of all the brilliance that we were created to be. And when we do that, the world will be forever changed because we recognized the the DNA of God within us, because it does say in the word of God that we, we were created in his image that, Mm. that doesn't, when you study the Greek and the heat, not the Greek, but the, the ancient Hebrew and ancient Aramaic of that, Aramaic of that, what you're seeing is you're seeing that you were created in his likeness, not how Mm. he looks per se, Mm. Mm -hmm. but who he is. Mm -hmm. We have that dwelling in us. It is a, as a light for, I mean, it's light. Um, Mm. it's his love. It's everything he is that is within us. But so much of what we've been programmed with this world. And when I say program, I mean, people try to put you in a box. Oh, you need to act like this. You need to look like this. You Mm. need to do this, 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 and this to be a good person. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's not anywhere in the words of Jesus. (laughs) So true. And I love what you're talking about, about believing the lies that have been spoken over us. Some people from our way past, like a teacher, like you said, mm-hmm. and they've just p- deposited something into you that is not of God, that is not true, but somehow the enemy keeps making you relive those words. Yeah, That is so beautiful. And I love the healing journey that you walk with these women on as they are um, being bold and brave to tell their story because nothing is wasted. Mm-mm. It's not like their story is supposed to be like, oops, sweep it under the rug. Nobody can learn from this or nobody can. And then, and then sweep it under the rug kind of just doesn't heal anything, doesn't, and it doesn't release the glory of the Lord in yeah. your neighborhood, in your community, in your family. Like you said, there's mm-hmm. so much beauty in what you say. Love those nuggets of wisdom yeah. and inspiration by the power of the Holy Spirit right now through you. Mm-hmm. This, this is so good. I'm just like, like soaking it in. I'm, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and what if you're ha- what happened in your life happened for you rather than to you? What if your perspective mm. on life was, wait a minute, that didn't happen to me. It happened for me to learn uh. and to step into a new level of God's presence, a new level of who he created me to be that I haven't seen. And so, I mean, every, like our journey and don't mess with this mama, every single day that we were in the midst of rescuing our six-year-old adopted daughter from going into child slavery, Mm -hmm. every single day we faced fears. We faced the fear of losing her. We faced the fear of going to a third world prison. We faced the fear of never seeing America again never seeing our children again. We faced so many fears. And um, every time we had, we had to face those fears, we had to recognize that, okay, we can either grab this, this thought and continue on it, or we could take captive our thoughts and we can do what, you know, what Philippians um, uh, 4, 8 says, finally, my brothers, whatever things are true and mm-hmm. honest and just and pure and beautiful, if they are honorable and reporting and deeds of praise and virtue, then think on these things. God's mm-hmm. saying, don't think about the things that you think can happen, but think on good. You draw you draw whatever you're thinking about. It's been proven time and time again. A little fun thing I'm doing right now is learning quantum physics and learning how our brain and how our thought system actually is working on our behalf. It, but which behalf are you having it work for? Mm-hmm. Your fears or your love? So Jesus came and he, he taught us how to love. I mean, he literally came to this earth. He didn't have to. And he loved people. He literally wow. loved them into wholeness. And I think a lot of us step into our callings in life despite us. Um, and that's my story because I didn't want to teach anybody. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I, in fact, the enemy had me so convinced that I wasn't a good writer. And God had to give me so many awards to finally go, hello, uh, you, you might be a good writer, Missy. <laughs> Oh my God. And it was, it took the average, you know, I, I won't say how many, but he just kept giving them. And, and it's like, my husband would look at me and say, um, sweetie, you want to drop that whole thing of, you know, you don't think you could write a book. Wow. And it was, that was so ingrained in me. So again, I want to challenge your, your listeners to what, what have you believed about yourself? That's not true. And I'll say this, if it's negative, it's not true. Oh, if that's it's so positive, good. It is from the father because he created you to be this amazing, amazing oh. being to walk the earth, to fulfill the callings he put on you. Why would he, he put a subpar person on this earth to oh. do the work that we're supposed to do? Oh my gosh, Missy. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I just hope that that somebody's listening going, yes, and applying it to their life. Like, I got a story. I got a story. Maybe they have a healing. Maybe they're realizing now that, yes, I have a story, but I actually have a healing journey that I must go on in order to be healed to tell and share that story. Because really, we do need to share it from mm-hmm. a place of healing, uh, from a place of, of health and wholeness in the Lord, right? Right. Otherwise, you're not really sharing truth. You're just, you might be sharing junk, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's one of the things that, that all the ladies that I'm working with right now, 
um, are recognizing. <clears throat> I have one. Um, I just adore her. And uh, she called me the other day and she said, you do realize I used to be steeped in religion. And now I am not. And people are recognizing it. And she said, but my first draft, it was ugly. I was hateful. I was vindictive. And she goes, my second draft, all of a sudden, these people became my heroes. And she said, then my third, my third draft was, I'm healed. I'm healed. I can look at this under a healed perspective, under a healed lens, and say, you know, what they did maybe wasn't, it, it wasn't right, but it has encouraged me to a new level of, of holiness, of understanding who I am and recognizing um, who I am in Christ. Because when, it, one, of, one of the things that we're all learning is mm -hmm. that when we hit these, when we hit these trigger points, in our life and triggers come very easily that's somebody annoys you they say something that hurts you um you find yourself just in this funk feeling do you, have you ever had that <laughs> oh my gosh laugh about that yes i, I think i've had that <laughs> i know and you're just like okay ooh, why am i feeling this way i don't feel good i'm in a very low frequency which means you're in this thought pattern of negative Mm -hmm. um, about yourself, about mm -hmm. someone else. Ooh, this person didn't did this to me. We're in that victim mentality mm -hmm. instead of a victor mentality. And we're learning that what happens is what gets us in that is we recognize something in someone that we don't like because we don't like it within ourselves. And mm -hmm. it is, it is our subconscious literally saying, can you deal with this in yourself? So that you can be free of this. Ooh, girl, that's good. <laughs> Ooh, that's so it's good. it's been hard because every time we have triggers, we have to go in and go, okay, Father, why does this upset me? Can you reveal to me why this person is annoying me? Why do I get this way? And all of a sudden, you see something about them that is in you. Whoa. And you're like, Father, I need to repent of that. Yeah. And the beautiful thing that happens is, yeah, the tears flow because it's like, I don't like this part of myself. I need to get, uh, get rid of it. And Lord, I just forgive me, forgive me for judging this. And now forgive me if, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to judge this and say, forgive me of it. Will you take this from me and mm -hmm. help me to love people? Because now I'm getting rid of this part. Show me how to live my life without, um, let me just see one that I've been through without judgment, without judging uh, somebody else where they're at uh, in their walk. Yep. And that, that was a hard one. Cause I'd be like, Oh gosh, hurry up and grow up. And it's just like, God's like, don't judge them. They're in a journey. Same journey you were by the way. <laughs> so Girl. what I was seeing was something that I judged in my Y'all, our recording kind of went bloop, bloop a few times, like fight times, okay? So give us a little bit of grace, but just so you know, it feels a little bit more choppy than my normal podcast, but let's roll with it and see what happens. You know what I love about this podcast is it is so just real, authentic, imperfect, and it, I think yeah. it gives other people permission to be imperfect and to go, oh, did Blue just belch on her thing? Oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> 
should she edit that out? Probably. Is she gonna? No. You know what no. I'm saying? Like, so it, God is so good. And I just want to be one of the imperfect podcasters that, Hey, I ain't polished, but obviously people can tell we've been getting cut off. So I don't know. Yeah. At the moment you dropped off, I was like, ooh, she making the devil mad. Yeah, well, and that <laughs> this has never actually happened. In I've been doing this a year and a half, and I've had guests on before, not every single episode, but I've never been, like, disconnected. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not sure why. Maybe it is my Wi-Fi. Who knows? But it, I um, think it is my Wi-Fi because uh, I looked down, and I was on LTE, and I'm like, oh, <gasps> this is no bueno. No bueno, but you know, I do love that about you. You can just bust out an accent at any moment and maybe they needed to hear that. They're like hearing the serious, you know, yes. anointed side of Missy, but there's also a silly levity side, right? Girl, I just love the wisdom that you brought to the podcast and thank you for that. And I'm just praying, maybe somebody's listening. They're like, oh, I think I have a book. I think I might have a, you yeah. know what? I would love if we share with them any links that we can to get to you. Okay. Um, so I will do that in the show notes as if I'm a professional or something. Okay. So, I mean, <laughs> it's really, you know, I'm trying to pretend like I am, but um, yeah. we're going to send them links so they can go follow you on all the things and maybe awesome. even one day join your writer's group, who knows? Absolutely. Um, but there yeah. is, yeah, there's healing in the journey. But I do believe that um, the cutoff was improper for us because I feel like there's something else that you have to drop into the hearts of these women before we go. And what do you think about that? Do you feel like there's something juicy going on? Ooh, ooh. Like you juicy nugget of like, bam, I got to drop this into your soul right now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I do, you know, I think one of the things that, uh, that I'm recognizing right now is that, um, to love well, mm -hmm. I mean, just to love well, I think, and that comes when we deal with our stuff and the more, like I said earlier, the more we heal and the more. Yes. Uh oh, you cut off. Uh oh. Missy, Missy, do you hear me? The more we do heal this all the time. And then life got about it. But now I purposely does. I look. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh, wow. the devil, he does not like love. Let me just he tell you something. Not. Let me just tell you something because people don't know, but we're coming back from another um, cutoff. And I just want to say five is the number of grace. So we are just proving this yes. is the fifth take. And I, I'm like, okay, I'm just giggling because like it's never <laughs> happened. It happened five times in one call. Okay. But I just want to take you back to the wisdom you were dropping because you were cutting out, but you did say love well. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I wrote that down. Love well. And then you went on to say some things and you were like, uh, uh, and something about the healing journey. So if you want to yeah. just kind of pretend like we're starting that again. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I think, I think what I would share with individuals is, um, the thing I, I remember Bob Jones, he had that experience in heaven and the father approached him and he said, did you learn to love well? 
and he was sent back to earth um, and lived out his life loving individuals. And I think we get so busy in life that we forget to love well. And that includes our family. That includes um, everybody we come in contact with. We have an opportunity to leave our blueprint, our, our fingerprint on them because we touch their lives in a beautiful way. And they don't know our name. We don't know theirs. But how many times uh, we've been so busy and frustrated, but when you go in, I'll just use this example, go in to buy groceries and you mm -hmm. forgot one thing. So you're running in to do it. Ask yourself who, who needs, when I see the lines um, to get in line, you know, we usually pick the shortest one. That's mm -hmm. usually what we do, but mm -hmm. ask the father, say, you know, who needs love today? Who needs to just be loved? And I always feel drawn to a certain one. And I go and I just drop some love on them. Whether it is, girl, that hairstyle you got going on is fabulous, you know, Ooh. or just you are the best. You are so fast. Uh. Thank you for just being here today. I know, you know, or if God gives me something for them you know, just a word. I just want to encourage you today that you're doing a great job and everything's going to be okay. I've said that before and had a person just ball, just start bawling. And I'm like, can I pray for you? Uh, yes. <laughs> so, and, and it's, you know, we never know when, <clears throat> um, when love is needed, I'll never forget my daughter, Mackenzie, who's getting ready to get married in two months. When Ooh. she was a little girl in first grade, um, she came out and she saw a lady and I was standing next to it. And she came up to the lady and she goes, you are beautiful. You are absolutely beautiful. Has anybody ever told you that? Mm -hmm. And the lady just said, no, thank you. And she goes, well, I just thought you needed to know that today. You are absolutely beautiful. And uh. then she just skipped away. And the lady, she goes, was that your child? And I said, it was. And she goes, she has no idea what I've walked through today. And uh, that right uh, there just lifted uh, my day. And she just starts weeping in my arms. And I'm like, uh, I don't know why my daughter, you know, I didn't say anything. I just said, I'm so happy that she did that for you. And, you know, just loved on my daughter for doing that. But how often we see somebody that we think, ooh, they are gorgeous. And we don't say anything. Mm, but mm. yet, if we just said, man, you are gorgeous, girl, just that statement, you'll see them just light up, light up, just uh, light up. And so what were we sent here to do? I mean, I believe we were sent here to to lead people to the father. And the best mm. way to lead people to the father is through love. It's not in judging them. Mm. And that's the reality. Now, we don't agree with sometimes their lifestyles and, mm -hmm. and choices that they make. I'm not saying that. I'm not, not when I say we don't judge them, we, we see what they do, but we still love them despite their choices. Yep. And it's love that's going to draw them to the father. It's love that's going to yep. change their heart. It's love that's going to ask them, have them ask you questions about who you are and why are you this way? Wow, that is and so good. Let's cause yeah. people to ask questions about us. Live a life that demands people to ask questions. That is so good. Yeah. Draw their hearts to the Father because it is, what is it? It's the kindness that brings them yes. to repentance. Yes, yeah. it is. Yep, that's so good. Not the judgment, not mm -mm. the 
looking down our noses ever that has never brought yeah. anybody to the Lord. <laughs> no, it's never drawn anybody to mm. the Lord. And and I'm not, and please hear, I'm not saying that I don't judge anything. I mean, I know right from wrong, mm -hmm. but the Lord tells me to judge myself, Yes, um, to get myself in order. And when I do that, when I see somebody who's making the same choices that I used to make, I can love them because yes. I understand where they're at. And I understand what it took for me to come out of that place. I understood. I understand now how I, how I climbed out of that pit and it was through love of someone else. And, and usually it's the love of the father in them. And I just want to encourage people to, yeah. to love well and, and to not beat people on the head for making bad choices, but ask the father, how do you see them? How do you see them? And that's why writing your book is so powerful. All of a sudden you see choices you made and how God brought you out through um, that frequency of love that comes only through him, only through oh. him, through others. It's like putting your story under a magnifying glass and seeing mm -hmm. details that you've never seen before through his eyes, you know, through his, like, I love what you said about perspective earlier. Yeah. And so I just want to like put that under the magnifying glass, your perspective is so important in yeah. dealing with anything and in advancing and healing and, and all the things and having that godly kingdom perspective. So I love what you said. Would you mind just closing us out with a little prayer for, for the people that listened? Oh, absolutely. Okay. That'd be absolutely. Great. Absolutely. Thank you. Oh, Father, we just come mm. to you right now. And we just thank you. We mm. thank you for this time together that we've mm. had. And Father, I just pray that you take the words that, that you've spoken through me, Father, mm. that they will, those things that people need to hear, um, that will draw them closer to you, Father, and, and help them awaken to who you created them to be. I pray yeah. an awakening in their spirit, Father, from wow. hearing these words. And Father, if there's anything I've said that is not of you, I just pray that those disappear. I just pray they disappear and they're yeah. not even remembered. But Father, we thank you for each individual who hears this. We thank you for mm -hmm. the life that you have created for them and, and the fact that there is not one step, not one breath they will take that you do not already know about mm -hmm. and you are not already in the midst of. So Father, just help us go today to use our day to bless you and mm -hmm bless others. Father, I pray that as we awaken to who you've created us to be, you will guide our steps to walk into the callings that we are here for, the mission that we were sent to be and do while we're on this earth. May we glorify you in our actions. May mm. we bless you in the love that we give to others. And just Lord, I just pray from head to toe that the people mm. hearing this right now will feel your presence and your spirit, your power flowing from the top of their head all the way yeah. to the tips of their toe. Lord, use us, use us for your glory and your glory only in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. That amen. was beautiful, Missy. Thank you so much. I love you. And I can't wait to publish this and shoot it out to the world. You're such a blessing. Thank oh, you. Thank you, Blue. I love you, girl. Can't wait love to see you. you. Okay, you. bye.